Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio Welcome to the X-Zone A place where fact is fiction And fiction is reality Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And to find out all the great programming we have available for you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. My favorite topic this hour, Exxon Nation Angels. And Lucinda Gabriel is our guest, and she is a civil engineer by profession who decided to follow her soul's calling to write teach, and inspire. Now an author, speaker, and respected medium, she is also a certified Reiki master. She studied angel therapy with the best-selling author Doreen Virtue, as well as advanced mediumship with renowned medium Lisa Williams. Now she has written two books in French, including the bestseller How to Talk to Angels. Lucinda has completed a third book in French entitled Our Angels in Heaven, which will be published in November this year by Dauphin Blanc in Quebec City. The English version of How to Talk to Angels will be on the shelves March in 2017. And for more information about Lucinda, www.lucindagabriel.com. And Lucinda, welcome to the X-Zone. Well, thank you for having me, Rob. A great pleasure talking to you all the way in the beautiful city of Quebec. Um, What was it in your life from civil engineer by profession to... Um, medium to angel communicator. What happened? <laughs> well, I guess I had what some people would call the a dark night of the soul. 
back in 2003. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in the month of August, and uh, I was in actually Pembroke, Ontario, and I had a great job. I had a beautiful apartment. I had a you know a new car. I had everything materially to be happy, but I was just very unhappy and. And I cried the whole weekend and Aww. I talked to God upstairs and I said, look, if this is life, I don't want it. Like to me, I didn't have any purpose. I didn't feel that there was a sense to life and, and having material things just wasn't doing it for me. So after that weekend, a series of events uh, led me to uh, discover Doreen Virtue. And uh, I fell on her website and I, I was looking at it and it spoke to me and I just like, oh my God, like it was to me, the most wonderful thing someone can do with their life. And uh, so anyway, you know, my ego kicked in and said, well, you know, you don't have any gifts, right? This is not for you. And three days later on Wednesday morning, I woke up and the thought just wouldn't leave me. So I looked up, you know, to the sky and I yeah. said to God, I said, look, I think you want me to go and take this course with Doreen. And I said, and, you know, if that's what it is, well, show me the money. And I went into work and I received my pay stub and I had an extra $150 on my pay. Hmm. And uh, I asked my colleague, like, well, where does this money come from? And he's like, well, you know, you're going to have this uh, every paycheck up until Christmas. So that was like, you know, $1,200. So I thought, wow, I'm only missing $300. So I went home and I received a, a letter from um, the auto insurance. And it was, it's really expensive in Ontario compared to Quebec. And yeah. so um, anyway... I was so upset about it. By Friday, I called up another company and I saved 300 bucks. So I had huh. $1,500 for the course. So I looked up to this guy again and I said to God, I'm like, look, I think you really, really, really want me to take this course. So I'm going to need a plane ticket. So this is Friday evening. Yeah. Monday, I come home from work and, uh, and there's a letter in the mailbox from Aeroplan. And the letter stated that anybody that had traveled during this big blackout that there was in Ontario they would have triple points. So that brought my points up to 42,000. And I needed 40,000 to go to Hawaii. So I had a plane ticket. So, you know, I, I couldn't refuse the call. I guess not. The writing, so to speak, was on the wall. Isn't it wonderful when things come together that the, the larger plan that we think is impossible is really within each and every one of ours reach? We just have to have faith. We just have to believe. We just have to say, I need help. Exactly. And life is so much easier, you know, when we uh, enlist mm -hmm. the help of the angels, when we talk to them every day and we ask them to guide our way. You and I have to take a short break. Please stand by. Exonation Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest all the way from the beautiful city of Quebec City in Quebec. And if you'd like to find out more about Lucinda, please visit her website, lucindagabriel.com. Angels is the topic of the hour here in the X-Zone, and Lucinda and I return on the other side of this break as we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Don't go away. Nearly 30 years I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. 
Now on Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th, Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience Journey Trance, Power Animals, Helping Spirits, Sacred Space, and Life Purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Exonation Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest. Her website is lucindagabriel.com. We're talking about angels this hour. She has written uh, two books in French, including the bestseller, How to, Talk to, uh, How to Talk to Angels. And that brings up an interesting question, Lucinda. How do we talk to angels? Well, it's actually pretty easy, Rob. Um, I think we should talk to angels all day long, and that's what I do from the moment you know, uh, I, I wake up in the morning before I even get out of bed, I say thanks. And I thank the angels and God for um, all the blessings. And I just go through everything in my mind that I'm grateful for. And you know that the more we're grateful, the more we receive. And, uh, you know, from then on, it's like if I get in my car, I thank the angels for protecting me, protecting my car and mm-hmm. protecting everybody else and their vehicles and 
And so basically, I just talk to them all day long. And if I have a problem, I just ask, you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, a friend of mine, a few years back, she actually was just before I wrote my, fr my French uh, version of the book, she invited me here to Quebec City to give a workshop, like a supper supper conference. And um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to do it because I was really tired. I was kind of on a burnout from work. And so anyway, I asked the angels that morning before I drove all the way to Quebec City uh, from Sitil, an eight-hour drive. I asked them, I was like, well, you know, do you really want me to do this? So I get in the shower and I take my shower. And when I get out, there's this song playing in my head. And the song is... Go tell it on the mountain. So it was like Christmas song, you know, it was sure. November. And uh, and I started asking, like, what is this Christmas song playing in my head? And like, you know, what's the message? And it came to me that my friend actually lived in the mountains in Quebec City in St. Brigitte de Laval. So, you know, the answer was, yes, go and tell it on the mountain. And so that's how I receive messages from the angels. I talk to them all day long and I ask them questions. Mm -hmm. And the answers just come to me and they just pop into my head. And, you know, sometimes it's a song that's playing on the radio and sometimes it's a, a message, uh, you know, that we can maybe see on a vehicle. Uh, it's a word that'll pop up in a conversation, you know, next to us. Uh, so there's all kinds of ways that they can actually answer us. What was the first message that you received from the angels that you knew, my God, my angels are talking to me? Wow. You know, actually, I think uh, the first message that I received from the angels, I wasn't even aware it was the angels because I would say uh, up until 2003, you know, when I had that dark night of mm -hmm. the soul, um, to me, like it was, it was God or this, you know, higher power. And I always noticed ever since I was in my early twenties, that something greater than me was guiding me because I was always at the right place at the right time. I met the right people. I just felt like that I was really on the right path. And I would t ask people around me, I was like, well, don't you see this? And don't you see the signs? And they were like, no, no, no. And Anyway, I knew back in my early 20s that one day I had to write a book about this. But even back then, I didn't know it was the angels. And uh, the first time I actually even noticed, you know, a message or a sign, I was actually in Quebec City and I was going to uh, college uh, studying to be a civil engineering technician. And it was my last year of college. The first day I walked in through the doors and I heard this little voice on the left side of my face by my ear and it said, wouldn't you like to go to university? And I just felt in my heart, you know, it was just like, oh, I would love to go to university. And then my ego kicks in on the other side of my, my head and it says, well, you know, that's another four years of university and where do you think you're going to get the money and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. And, you know, I never forgot that moment because it was the first time I actually heard a voice and and back then, I didn't realize it was the angels. It wasn't until I actually studied with Doreen uh, that I realized how many things that happened in my life. It was always the angels guiding me along the way. Why are the angels so helpful to us? Because everybody has come here on earth with a purpose. So we all have a mission. We all have something special to do. Mm -hmm. And so they want us to succeed. And uh, and that's why they're there, to bring us everything that we need. And just the other day, Rob, 
uh, I'm in this absolutely incredible apartment. And, uh, and I asked the angels for this apartment one morning and, and I said, look, you know, you got to find me a really nice place. And I went on Kijiji and there it was, and they just posted it. I showed up and, you know, I was like, wow, this is, this is the one. And just a few weeks ago, I was, uh, you know, stood up in the kitchen and I was looking at the back window and where I live, there's like this big uh, rock wall, I guess you call it there. Right. Like I'm down by the water, so there's this big cape on the back. Yeah. And uh, and I was looking out at it, and I was thinking, wow, you know how perfect this place is. Because, I mean, it could have been a building, and it could be people looking out of their windows looking at me. And and I just felt like so really blessed to have this place. And and on the front of the, my apartment, there's, you know, the, the river. And what came to me was like the angels were saying, we're all around you. And if you guys only knew how much work we we put into organizing every little detail in your life so that it would be perfect, like you would be so grateful and you would never want to to go through life alone. Like you would always talk to us. You would always ask us for whatever you need, you know, knowing in your heart that everything we provide is perfect. It was such a special moment. Where do they come from? Well, they're sent to us, you know, by God. Uh, you know, it says in the Bible, you know, I've, I've given you nothing but angels. Mm. So my belief, you know, whether you call it God or universe, or sometimes right. I used to call him the man upstairs. Uh, you know, over the years, the, the name that I use for this, uh, for this higher power, Changes. love, light, has changed. But I believe that, you know, we're, we're given these angels to help us. You know, it's like having personal assistance, mm -hmm. really. How do you deal with people who you have the pleasure of meeting and they say, oh, come on, angels, they don't exist. How do you deal with their skepticism? Well, you know, Rob, uh, I have been very blessed because uh, I don't know if it's the angels that protect me from these people, mm -hmm. honestly, yeah. but nobody has ever come up to me and and said that and uh, so I don't really feel the need to defend it and I wouldn't defend you know it's like it's my belief and, sure. and if somebody else doesn't want to believe well that's their choice and you know it's not something that uh, I'm not the type of person to go out and talk about angels to just anybody if someone asks me about it I'll share you know what I know and uh, willingly you know I, I love to talk I could talk all day long but, uh, you know, I don't really, like, go out and broadcast sure. it. So maybe that's why, like, people just don't, you know, come up to me with these questions either. Why do you think in the year 2016, highly technological time in our history, that people are gathering and people are starting to rejuvenate and start believing in angels all over again? I think... You know, people really need to hang on to something because, you know, there's been a, a period of years where, especially like over the past, I think, 20 years, a lot of people were not raised in faith. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were turned off from the church and, and you know, and that. So and their parents were not uh, were not religious or and also people are living such difficult times. There's so much stress in the world today that you know, we, we need to hang on to something. We need to believe that there's something. Like, if I didn't believe that there was something greater than myself, honestly, I wouldn't be here. Mm. 
and you know it's it's my my faith that keeps me going and it's the belief that i have a purpose that i have something to share that gets me out of bed in the morning have you seen an angel i can't say that i've seen an angel like i would see you mm -hmm. uh, i see them in my imagination and that's a very good point because most people think that if they don't see an angel like they would a person well right. either they don't exist or they're not clairvoyant or they they don't have a gift like they, you know but most people actually can see them in their imagination so if you close your eyes or if you just allow a vision to come to you you can see an angel and what i teach in my workshops is that uh like if we're going to do an exercise i would say to people okay you know your angel is coming to see you and if you don't see the angel right away imagine what your angel would look like you know if it, if your angel was there and that's just going around like the ego because the ego always wants to make us believe that you know we can't do this and we're not good enough and we don't have a gift right but everybody everybody can connect with the angels and so when we when we use our imagination to kind of build up an image of the of the angels what we're doing is really we're opening up the veil it's like opening up the curtains by using our imagination and our imagination is really like our direct phone line with upstairs and you know like i was telling people in my workshop this weekend uh our imagination is like our facetime you know so we can we can close our eyes and we can imagine them there and they're they are really there and we're, we're just like connecting by facetime when we do that do all angels appear the same way to people in their imaginations or in their in their dream state? Uh, I believe there's like a regular form of angels, you know, with wings. And uh, what I see during my private readings with people, some people will have like an angel with angel wings and yeah. some other people will have fairies and will have like butterfly wings. And so it really depends on, on the person and their personality uh, because... What I found is that the angel is uh, representative of our feminine side because we also have guides with us as well. And the guide is more of our masculine side. So we'll bring us masculine qualities. But the angels are, are the ones that bring us our feminine qualities. Okay, so who do we deal most with mostly? Do we deal with the masculine angels or the feminine angels? Or is it a hodgepodge? Well, I think it's kind of a hodgepodge depending on who we are. Like, for example, every person has what I call an entourage. Mm -hmm. So uh, on your left side, for example, you have your, your like your personal assistant angel. I call it like your guardian angel. Right. And above that, we have archangels. So there's like 15 archangels and everybody has at least one or two or maybe three that's working with them, depending on who they are and what their purpose is. And uh, like, for example, Archangel Gabriel will be with someone like you that's in communications and someone like me, you know, because I'm also an author. So right. Archangel Gabriel would be with us. And and then if somebody's more into the healing, uh, healing arts, uh, Archangel Raphael would be with them. So there's like a different hierarchy of angels. And depending on who we are, what we do, what our purpose is there'll be different angels with us, but we all have at least one or two like personal guardian angels. Fascinating. Please stand by, Gabriel. Uh, Lucinda, I'm sorry, we have to take another break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Exonation Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest. 
And uh, her website is lucindagabriel.com. We're talking about angels this hour here in the Exxon. And uh, she is the author of How to Talk to Angels. Lucinda has just completed a third book in French entitled Our Angels in Heaven, which will be published this coming November by Dauphin Blanc in Quebec City. Once again, if you'd like to find out more about Lucinda, maybe you'd like to contact her for a one-on-one angel consultation. Visit her website, lucindagabrielle.com. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll both be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net.
I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest, www.lucindagabriel.com. And uh, do is there a specific time, a better time of the day, a better time of the week to contact the angels or to, to communicate with the angels? I believe we should talk to the angels all day long, from the moment we open our eyes in the morning until we go to bed. So there's no specific time to, to talk to them. But to listen to them... Uh, I find in the morning it's kind of the best. Like you know, as soon as you get up, if you can take, a, you know, fifteen to twenty mm-hmm. minutes and kind of sit down and meditate, or even write out for me what I call divine dictation. This is what I like to call it, divine dictation. And if you sit down with a pad of paper and you just write down, uh, dear angels, what message do you have for me today? And you just allow a message to come, and you just write out whatever comes to you in your mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sure. Uh, that's that's a good way to receive you know a message from the angels, and when people I teach this in my workshops, and when people start doing this, maybe sometimes they'll just get a word, and after a while it might be like a phrase or a paragraph, and you know when you get really good at it, like you'll get pages, and you'll sure. get really clear direction on what to do and where to go, and how to you know you'll be guided in your life. How do you know if it's the angels who are talking to you, or if it's your very own imagination? Well, the angels are always uh, loving, and they're, they're like their messages are loving and repeated, um, and they make you feel peaceful. Mm-hmm. And the ego, it's always like erratic and it's fearful. And uh, you know, to give you an example: if if someone was guided to to leave their relationship, for example, you know, the angels would say something like. You love them, but you're not in love. You love them, but you're not in love. I mean, this happened to me uh, uh, quite a few years back when I was dating someone. You love them, but you're not in love. But the ego would have said something like, well, how do you think you're going to live without them? And how do you think you're going to afford? And, you know, like uh, you're never going to meet anybody else. And so you see the difference. Like the ego is always trying to bring us into fear to stop us from doing something that's good for us. So whenever we feel fearful, it's because, you know, it's the ego. So we want to go into the place of peace. You know, in your book, you talk about manifesting with the angels. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, you know, when I wrote that book, um, uh, th- that subject came up from the angels because I'm a very, uh, I'm a wonderful manifester. I mean, I ask for something and, you know, usually the same day it's there. You know, I've manifested at a house in the same day. Eight o'clock in the morning, I decided, yep, I want a house. And eight o'clock that night, I was actually signing uh, the papers. Holy cow. 
Yeah. So I'm very quick. And so uh, and a lot of people over the years have been asking me, well, how do you do it? And, you know, you're so lucky and all this. And so when I was writing the book, I asked the angels for kind of a recipe because I'm like, okay, it's like, well, why is it so easy for me? And it's not so easy for other people. So they kind of gave me this recipe and it starts with uh, worthiness. So that's the first thing. So we need to feel worthy. We can't ask for something that we don't feel worthy to receive. And, uh, and in my book, there's a few exercises to help with worthiness, and that is forgiveness. You know, we need to forgive everybody, everything, and we need to certainly forgive ourselves. And so when we're at peace and then we feel worthy to receive, mm-hmm. well, then we can set the intention of what we would like. So we need to have a very clear intention. For example, when I manifested my house, I said uh, to the angels, it's like, I would like to have a house directly on the beach that I can afford. That was it. A house on the beach that I can afford. And, uh, and you know, the house just came to me. And the proof that it was the right house for me, there was an angel on the house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And there was actually three angels on the house. And, you know, how many houses on the beach actually have angels on them, right? So I knew it was the one for me. And so we set, you know, the intention, a very clear intention of what we want. And then we need to just allow. We need to open up and allow things to fall into place and follow, you know, guidance. We'll have ideas. So we kind of have to be in action, like take guided action, for example. So if you're looking for a house, well, you need to to go in the neighborhood where you actually would like to live. And sometimes you have to look at a house that's maybe more than what you're willing to pay because maybe the person's ready to put his price down. So you have to be open to the guidance that you receive. And then you also have to imagine what it is that you would really like. So imagination is a really big thing because to me it's like, uh, you know, this is how you place your order upstairs because when we imagine what it is we want we actually feel the emotions Mm -hmm. of joy and when we feel the emotions it's it's like telling them okay this is how I want to feel and so they pay attention to that so if somebody for example wants to manifest love well they should be imagining every day well if this person was already in my life how would it be you know like uh, what would it feel like to to have breakfast together in the morning and imagine a conversation with them. You're driving, you know, in your car, you're going to work. And imagine you have a conversation and what that conversation would be like. So imagination. And the last uh, part of it would be gratitude. Be grateful in advance. And that is very important. When we're grateful in advance for what we want, thank you, God and the angels, for bringing the perfect person to me in my life. Thank you, God and the angels, for bringing me um you know, the perfect house yes. that's right for me at the, you know, at the right price. Um, so always be grateful in advance for what we want, because when we're grateful in advance, it's like saying, I know it's already done. I believe I have faith. So it's just like renewing your faith every time that you say it in advance. Why don't more people believe in angels? What is the social stigma with believing? That's a very good question. I think a lot of people need to um, to go the, the the hard, long road before they, mm. they open up. And, you know, I've worked in, in government offices and not everybody there believed. And yes, there was a stigma. Like I, you know, there were certain people that you just don't talk to yeah. this stuff about. Like they didn't want to hear about it. 
And it's too bad because, I mean, their lives would be so much easier and better if they were open, you know, to listen about it. Because there's so much joy and beauty and love and peace that we feel, you know, when we're connected with the angels. So, I was wondering if you could share some of the stories that you've heard from people who you have worked with when it comes to angels. And and the stories that they've related to you about how angels have changed their lives. Uh, stories. That's a really good question. Um, well, you know, one thing that comes to mind, uh, there's, uh, you know, a friend of mine and she came to me one Sunday morning mm-hmm. and, uh, and she was not a believer in angels at all, but she was just so desperate. I guess she, she came to me <laughs> and she came my place and she was crying and she, oh. she had this building that she wanted to sell and it, she had it like, on the market for a year and she was just really getting more and more and more in debt with this restaurant. And, uh, so she's like, okay, you know, I'm desperate. Tell me what to do. And, you know, can you ask your angels to help me? And I said, well, I'm going to show you how you can ask your angels to help you. Right. So we sat down together and, uh, and I said to her, I said, well, like, I want you to imagine, okay, that it's already done. So she closed her eyes and I, I led her into this imagination that her, her building, like somebody, you know, called her to say, well, look, I'm interested in, in my building. And I said, well, how do you feel? And she's like, wow, I feel good. I feel excited. And it's like, okay, well, imagine that, you know, they went to the bank and everything's accepted and they call you up and they's like, okay, everything is going well. You know, we got the money. How do you feel? I feel really excited. It's okay. So, you know, let's imagine some right. more of that. Uh, you know, uh, you're signing the papers and you're giving them the keys and it's all done. And I said, how do you feel? She's like, wow, I feel so relieved. Yes. And I said, well, hang on to that, that feeling and thank the angels every time you have this little bit of fear that shows up into you, you know, like the ego is going to say, well, you know, like, don't believe in this and don't believe in that. I said, but every time that a little bit of fear shows up, you stop, you say, thank you angels for taking care of this i know you guys are working on it thank you thank you thank you and she did that and within a you know a week 10 days she called me up and she was elated because her building was sold and it was done wow so i have you know many stories like that about clients i have this other lady that uh you know was in a marriage for for a good many years and Mm -hmm. she wanted out and she didn't know how to go about it and she didn't want, you know, to hurt her husband, but she felt like it was time for both of them to move on. Right. So one night I sat with her and I said, look, we're going to pray to the angels together. So I said a prayer with her and I asked that, you know, the angels would bring the right words at the right time and, um, you know, for both of them so that it would be, you know, in harmony and peace and everything would go well. The next day she left for a trip and she went to Toronto when she came back the following Sunday her husband sat her down and he said, you know, I think it's time for us to kind of separate. And, uh, and she was just, wow. She was so happy. She called me the next day and she, she thanked me. She says like, while I was gone, he made the decision. He found an apartment. He packed his stuff. Like everything happened while I was gone. I didn't even have to tell him anything. So yeah, the angels are always there working for us behind the scenes. Should children use their angels? Absolutely. We should always teach the children about angels, especially Archangel Michael, because Michael is the protector. And I teach people this in my workshops. 
you know, present Archangel Michael to your kids mm-hmm. because, you know, when they go to school and there's bullies, well, they can ask Michael to protect them. Uh, you know, <clears throat> sometimes if you're walking home from school and, you know, you're you're afraid for your, you know, for your your security, you can ask Michael to actually make you invisible, you know, and, and he will protect you. How does so, Michael make somebody invisible? Well, he does. He does. Uh, you know, and, and, and I teach this too, like women that go out to do their banking and, mm-hmm. you know, in the evening, in the dark, like if you have to go to the, the bank teller. Sure. Well, ask Michael to make that you're invisible, that nobody sees you. And it, it's wonderful. It works because, you know, if I have to go out to do some banking and it's mm-hmm. dark, uh, nobody else is around. Like there's never a car, there's never a person. And if there is, it's always a lovely old lady too. So, uh, yeah. I, I just believe, you know, you have faith sure. and, and they, they take care of us. You know, I, I was speaking to somebody else earlier this month about angels, and it seems that everybody thinks about angels at Christmas time. We see them on Christmas cards. We see them on Christmas trees. We see them in store displays. Mm-hmm. Why don't people recognize angels the rest of the year? Except at Valentine's Day. They also recognize angels on Valentine's Day. Yes, well, you know, I think the reason is that most people see angels kind of, you know, outside of themselves. It's like it, it's almost as if, you know, even God, we see we see God outside of ourselves. Right. And uh, I believe, you know, that we're all one. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, um, the angels are actually a part of us and we are part of them. So, like, nobody is really separate. We're all one. And if we if we could see that in our everyday, and that's what my book is really about, you know, even on my book cover, I didn't want a picture of the angels on my book, even in French. It's, it's, there's not a picture of an angel because I wanted people to realize that angels are very, <clears throat> excuse me, concrete right. and real. They're around mm-hmm. us. They're with us every day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want them to think that they're outside you know, that they're up in heaven because right. they're not up in heaven. They're actually standing right beside you. So that that's the whole point of my book, to really teach people to see the signs all around them. Because they speak to us all day long if we're willing to listen. And that's the whole key, just listening. Just listening. Watching out for the signs, you know, keeping right. an ear out for that song on the radio. What's this song playing in our head? What's that tune? Uh, well, we've, you know, got take, we've got to take a break. I, we'll be right back. Please stand by. Exonation, our guest is Lucinda Gabrielle, and we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years and author of four books and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. 
An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Lucinda Gabrielle is our special guest, Exxon Nation. She is the author of How to Talk to Angels, which will be on shelves in March of 2017. Her website is lucindagabriel.com. First of all, Lucinda, thank you so much for joining us. I love angels. I believe in angels. And it, you know, here we, you and I were talking before about Christmas time. Everybody talks about angels. Everybody digs a little deeper in their pockets. I think the angels are very happy at Christmas time. (laughs) <laughs> but they must be sad the rest of the time knowing that they are here to help. They are here to work with us. They are help here to help us make our dreams come true. And yet, so many people forget about them throughout the, throughout the rest of the year, except guardian angels as well as the cherubs in, uh, in Valentine's Day. So how do the angels react to this kind of marketing ploy? Well... You're very, uh, you're very right, Rob, because uh, they are very sad to to see. They're they're mostly sad for us to mm-hmm. see us struggling so much in life. Because if we really just listened, and if we, you know, because they can't help us unless we ask them, because we have free will. Right. So you know they're there and they're just waiting for us. And actually, I wrote a blog about that. I believe last month. And uh, they're they're just standing beside us and just waiting for us to acknowledge them and to ask them for help. And yes, and they're very sad, not not for them, because it doesn't really affect them. But they're sad for us because, you know, we, we came here with a purpose. We have something very special to do. And they're here to help us to uh, to fulfill that purpose. And, you know, life would be mm-hmm. so much better and easier for everyone if if people realize that. Because, you know, we, our purpose is always to serve. You know, we're here to serve somebody else. We're not here to serve ourselves. And unfortunately, we're in this, you know, this era where it's all me, 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 yeah. me, me. Everybody wants to know, what can I get out of this? What's in it for me, right? And and very materialistic time as well. And sometimes it takes a while for people to realize that material things don't make them happy. And unfortunately, so many people stay in jobs that they don't enjoy. They stay in relationships mm-hmm. that they're not happy with because of money, because of finances, because of material possessions. And and what they don't realize, you know what, if they gave all that up, the joy and the happiness that they would have 
for you know for following you know the guidance of the angels is beyond anything that they could ever possess materially and i know this for a fact because back in 2013 i was guided to leave everything this is when my book was coming out i had a beautiful house on the beach i had a government job you made making you know 80 grand a year permanent position and the angels were saying, just let it all go, just let it all go and follow us. And, um, you know, and one of the signs that I had about this was a, a song that was playing one day. And there was this little clip in the song and it said something about how Jesus, you know, told Levi, just leave everything and follow me. And and Levi did. And, uh, and I just really felt in my heart that's what they wanted me to do. So I left everything and I came to Quebec City. And, uh, you know, everything just like fell into place, like even just the past six months where I made another big change in my life. I came, you know, I came back to Quebec City. Mm -hmm. I had nothing, nothing, nothing. And within six months, I have an incredible apartment. I just had my clothes and my books. And right now, like, I mean, I have more than what I need again. It just all seems to flow back to me. Every time I give something away, something else comes back in. And, uh, you know, we never have to worry about flow. And they always encourage us to, you know, let things flow in and out of our lives. Angels are related to religion and religious philosophies. How come we aren't taught the true nature of angels in church? Well, I think for the same reason we are not taught a lot of things in church. Control? You know, uh, in, in my opinion, like I remember when I was young going to church, I mean, I love going to church. I love the feeling, mm -hmm. but you know, when I used to listen to the priests and some things that he would say, just, you know, didn't vibe with me right. because to me, God is love. Yeah. Angels are love. And, and I just couldn't believe that if God was love that, you know, he would condemn us to hell and, you know, all these other things It just doesn't go together. And uh, I think that's uh, a part of the reason why people uh, are not open to the angels, because there's still this connection to religion. But I don't believe that, you know, God and angels and Jesus and, you know, all the other masters, um, they weren't Catholic or, you know what I mean? They sure. weren't uh, uh, assigned to any religion. You know, they, they had a philosophy about love and about loving one another. Well, it's funny because going back to the 60s, that's what the 60s was all about. Love. Yes. Uh, you know, good vibrations. The positive aspect of life. Enough yes. negativity. Let's get something positive going here. Flower power. You know, take time to smell the roses. Beautiful mm -hmm. songs that talked about love, uh, peace, harmony. I think the 60s was the pivotal turning point for humanity where we are actually shown that there is something more to life than working for Mr. Man, working for the establishment. And, you know, there's mu it's much bigger out there than just us. We're just a small part of the greater picture. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I do have hope for the young people that's coming up now because yeah. uh, I believe more and more people, and I certainly see them anyway in, in you know, uh, in my circles, more and more people just can't stay in a regular job and, you know, work for the paycheck anymore. Yeah. They want to work for themselves. They want to feel like they're useful, that they have something more to give. And they're willing to take a pay cut to do that, like like I have. 
And, you know, I've been extremely well cared for since I left my job. It's been three years, you know, and I've never lacked anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the angels have been taking extremely good care of me. And, uh, and I believe more and more people are feeling guided towards, uh, towards a life like that. But wouldn't you say it's a two-way street? Because here you are, you're telling the world about angels. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're talking the talk, you're walking the walk. I am. You know, so you are a representation both inside and outside of what you believe in. And I'm sure that makes a big, big difference between a very sincere and loving person like yourself mm -hmm. to the person who wants the outside world to think that they're all this and a bunch more when really they're out for personal gain. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I think people see through that. Mm -hmm very clearly and you know uh like we always say everything comes out in the wash yeah and um you know the people that are not doing it from their heart uh that will show up at some point you know people will stop following them and uh you know there there is a justice in this world that, that i believe in so it, i know for myself for example and it's funny because i read about that in uh john edwards book at one point and he was saying that as well you know, when you do per, like private readings, for example, like if I sat down and I count how much money I'm going to make for my private readings this week, yeah. I swear to you, 50% of them will cancel. That's the way it works. Like the angels never want you to count. So I, I, I did that in the beginning, you know, the first couple of weeks. And I was actually reading John's book at the time because mm -hmm. I was very stressed out about money. And this was like 13 years ago. And uh, so now... I just tell the angels every month, like, you know what? Like, for example, this summer, uh, when I wrote my, my last book there in French, uh, I wrote for two months. I did not do any personal readings or conferences or workshops. I had no money coming in whatsoever. And every day I would sit down and I would pray to the angels and I would say to them, look, I'm working for you guys. You just take care of the money. So, you know, and every day I would bring myself into peace by saying that you just take care of the money. I'll take care of the book. And, uh, you know, and the money came in, you know, I did a wonderful workshop this weekend and it was absolutely fabulous. And there was more than enough money to cover the two months, you know, where I worked for them full time. Sure. Um, what if somebody is listening tonight and they, they want to talk to their angels, but they believe that their past will be a burden to them they've got something to hide or they're ashamed of something and they figure well the angels won't want me to talk to them what would you say to that that's an excellent question and i and i repeat this in my book several times that the angels love us unconditionally there's nothing we have ever done or that has ever been done to us that is so unforgivable that they would not love us you know, they're like a parent, you know, like our our families are supposed to be, uh, you know, when it's a loving family. They would never disown us no matter what we did or what was done unto us. So the angels are like that. They're just there and they just want to love us unconditionally. And so, you know, there's there's never any reason to think that anything that we've ever done would not be forgiven. We need to forgive ourselves. That's the bigger issue. And so many people don't even love themselves. And if you can't love yourself, no one else can either. Absolutely. Absolutely. It all starts yeah. on the inside with ourselves. And that's, where, you know, a big part of the work. And that's what I love about this book, uh, How to Talk to Angels, because it's a very practical book. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a practical book where it helps you to like as soon as you start reading it, you'll start seeing the signs like right. everywhere around you. It's magical because the angels will be showing you, hello, I'm here. You're going to see four, four, four. You're going to see one, one, one. Yeah. So like, you're going to see numbers. You're going to see uh, hearts, uh, smiley faces all over the place. And also the other part of the book is uh, teaching people how to build their with the with the help of the angels, like their self-confidence and, uh, you know, their worthiness and forgiving themselves, forgiving others, um, you know, letting the past go, healing your body. Right. There's a whole chapter on how to manifest health with the angels. So, you know, it's a very practical book to help people live a happy, healthy, abundant and loving life. And that's what we're really here for. That's you know, why listen, we, we're not here to be miserable. We're not here to be a victim. Right. We're here to live a happy, healthy, abundant, and, you know, a loving life. Lucinda, you and I have to say so long for now, but I'd love to have you back on in the future. Congratulations on everything you're doing at Exo Nation. If you'd like to visit Lucinda's website, www.lucindagabrielle.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. I'll be back.